Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It is coming out of Rochester, uh, New York, where the police chief and the deputy chief have both just resigned, we understand. It comes in the wake of the death of Daniel Prude, who died after a confrontation with police back in March. The chief says the actions he took after Prude's death have been mischaracterized and politicized. Prude's death has sparked almost a week of protesting in the city. The only person calling to defund the police is, is Donald Trump. Woo! If you're currently in Rochester, New York, it is still daylight. Get out. My goodness. It's more than those two guys who uh, who walked off, who quit today. A bunch of the leadership quit in the Rochester Police Department. They have had enough. They have had enough, and they said, sayonara. And uh, the mayor, Mayor... <laughs> Mayor Lovely Warren, her name is, her name is Lovely Warren. She broke it gently to the city councilor, um, I, to the city council early today. Um, I do want to just get to a bit of housekeeping here really quick before we uh, dismiss. Inform you that the entire Rochester Police Department command staff has announced their retirement. Um, that includes the police chief. Uh, that includes Commander Deputy uh, Chief Morbido. I believe that um, also Chief Deputy uh, Chief Simmons and there may be a number of others that um, will decide to leave as well and retire. Okay, Gavel. See you tomorrow. Jesus, what a bit of a bombshell in that city council meeting. What a mess. What a total mess. But Rochester has been like all of these other cities with the mayor undermining the cops who just want to do a good job. And they said, screw it. It's just screwed. Who could blame them? I mean, she's. It's so quick for these for these mayors to just throw the cops under the bus and, and 
No, not even a week ago, it was uh, Mayor Lovely Warren who was happy to do that. Mr. Daniel Prude was failed by our police department, our mental health care system, our society, and he was failed by me. And I stand here against the advice of our corporation counsel, but I would not be who I am today Jesus. had I not if I don't stand on my own truth. I must apologize to the Prude family and to all of our community. Notice, the cops did their job. The cops were doing their job in that situation. The guy was out of his mind. They, 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 he could breathe through the mesh thing that the guy had on him. He died because of a medical condition. Having to deal with this guy, to throw the cops under the bus, and then, sure, sure, she does. She blames everything and everybody, and then she takes the blame herself. But then it's it's coupled with praising herself. I wouldn't be the person I am today if I also didn't take some responsibility. Jesus, man, this is such a. When you're a woke progressive, you never, there's no flies on you, man. Nothing sticks to you. It's never about you. It's always about somebody else. Always about somebody else. There was this uh, article today. It was in Boston.com. Let me see if I can find it here. That um, that was about, it was about, um an inordinate amount of the of young girls black girls actually in in schools in Massachusetts and elsewhere are are um suspended doesn't really go into exactly why that is but let me find it actually. Mm-hmm. Should have done this while I was playing some sound. So it's black girls in Massachusetts, 3.9 times to be uh, disciplined in school than white girls report fines. Seems like a healthy report right from the get go, right? Black girls in Massachusetts are roughly 3.9 times as likely to be disciplined in school than white girls, a year-long research project found. The Appleseed Network, a nonprofit group comprising independent organizations dedicated to social and legal justice, uh released a report last week detailing the findings of the project, which examined the disparity in school disciplinary treatment of black girls in Massachusetts, Alabama, and Kansas. The network examined data collected by the U.S. Department of Education's civil rights data collection in 2015 pertaining to in-school suspensions, out-of-school suspensions, expulsions, referrals to law enforcement, and school-related arrests. Taking into account the five areas of discipline, the disparity in Massachusetts was slightly higher than that found in Alabama, where black girls are roughly 3.7 times more likely to be disciplined, and lower than Kansas, where black girls are roughly 6.2 times more likely to be punished According to the report, across the three states, a nonprofit group found that black girls are consistently disciplined at a higher rate, roughly 5.2 more likely than their white female classmates. So, is the key here that should the white classmates be suspended more so that it's equal, 
is that remedying the problem? Could it be maybe that that some of these girls are just misbehaving more than some of the other girls? And if it's all, maybe the problem is the behavior of these some of these girls. Maybe it is. So by finding the study and in and in, 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 um, blaming systems and inequities and this and that and that, you're never remedying the problem. You you want to make sure that the the girls behave better. The white girls and the black girls, whoever's misbehaving, rather than just spend your time and prioritizing the disparity who cares so we're not going to address the problem whatever which is the behavior of this young person we're just going to go into the reason the systems and and how culpable that the overall history of this country is to all this god it's just walking right past them it's so it's it's fruitless is what it is and it's just it's the fact that people toil in this constructed you know, universe of uh, theories and you know oppressive storylines and everything, but everything but seeming to take stock in one's own self and behavior. Stop misbehaving. I, I can tell you one thing: seeing what I'm seeing, and I'm going to play sound for this in a bit uh, on the streets of every major city with the uh, democratically run city. Both black girls and white girls in this country are far too um, badly behaved, and that, and including that, both black men and white young men. Our youth are not uh, putting on a great display in 2020 altogether. So this uh, this study goes on to say that often discipline is incurred more or to a greater extent by black girls than their white peers for similar behavior. The group said in the statement. The findings also emphasize, by the way, was there any way they weren't going to find a disparity? This is a social justice organization. The findings also emphasize a significant change needed in school district disciplinary policies and data collection, yada, 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 yada. Um, so there you go. Iana Presley um wrote uh when we unfairly discipline our girls we rob them of their childhood by treating them as if they need less protection nurturing and comfort than other children huh we fail to see their humanity and we fail to respond to the adverse childhood experience that so many of us experienced in our youth these disturbing discrepancies are the result of a failure to cultivate schools as locations for healing so that they can be locations for learning Maybe also these disturbing discrepancies are the result of bad parenting and bad behavior by kids. Here's some bad behavior. Uh, no, actually, uh, on those lines, let's um, check into uh, Presley's colleague in the squad, Ilhan Omar, and she's preaching the same thing. Take no responsibility. Take take no responsibility. Any instability happening in this country right now is exactly to be placed. The blame is to be placed exactly you know where in uh, racism. We are in the midst of an ongoing uprising over centuries of racial neglect and oppression. We can't talk about the protests in Minneapolis. Who the hell? Why did you want to come here? Why did your parents want to bring you here? This is a really terrible place, it seems to me. Why does anybody come here anymore? 
What a horrible place. All this accumulation of of hundreds of years of oppression as if there's never been any pushback to any of that along the way or ratcheting down or hard work and blood spilled to uh, remedy that. But no, 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 no. It's so incredible. This, I mean, I don't know how, it probably just takes a semester in, in a private college to f- put these notions in the head of a young person and then they can go through life feeling like a hero by throwing bricks. Professor Kenosha or sports teams nationwide without first looking inward. We maintain a system that grinds millions into desperate poverty. Are you Are you hecking kidding me? Grinds millions into desperate pro- poverty in the United States of America? Desperate poverty in the United States of America is pretty damn comfy. Certainly compared to the rest of the world, desperate poverty. This is crazy stuff. These are crazy people having to construct false realities just to justify your bad behavior. Incredible. Millions driven into poverty. Oh, my God. Everybody in this damn country who wants a a, a, a mobile phone or what is it called? Smartphone has one. People come to this country from other countries and go right into subsistence from the state. That's the poverty. Is that the poverty? System that doesn't provide the most basic necessities like food, shelter, and medicine. Wait, what country are you talking about? Is this the United States of America doesn't provide food, shelter, and medicine? This is psychotic. This is psychotic. Whether they are brutalized by police, by austerity economics, or by politicians who simply do not care about us, our nation is crying out desperately for change. We need to fundamentally change the way our society treats its most vulnerable because this has gone long enough. Yeah, well, yeah, it has gone long enough. And the nation is crying out in odd ways. It's funny. I've seen a lot of the crying out in um, Rochester, where the police have had to now leave because the criminals have taken to the streets, taken over the streets. There's your crying out happening. Nation is crying out. Right. The the people that you're supposed to be representing here now don't have businesses in their streets and don't and have uh, riots and criminals in the streets, can't go out at night, are getting shot more than ever. Thanks to this divisiveness that you've cultivated and you've supercharged these people into thinking everything that they're doing is justified because of everything you just said, Ilhan Omar. We are in the midst of an ongoing uprising over centuries of racial neglect and oppression. We can't talk about the protests in Minneapolis or Kenosha or sports teams nationwide without first looking inward. We maintain... I get it. I get it. (sighs) On the good side today, by the way, I was at the uh, supermarket, and this is Dave. Can you not? Can you not bark right now? Especially you, since you have a wimpy little bark. Go, go, Dave. Fade it. That's Dave. He's still in trouble because he waxed a chicken um, about a month ago. In the supermarket today, this is a non sequitur, but it's one of these things that I just want to get on the record because I know that you've done this stuff as well. In the supermarket today. I'm not going to say which one, but it might rhyme with Hawes. I um, 
I was in the mood for little cherry tomatoes, and there was a deal, two for five bucks. And so I said, wow, that's good. That's cool. I'll get one for me, a little container, a little container for my brother. And so I went in there, and I go to the cashier. They don't have self-checkout now because that was way too convenient. So I go to the cashier. She rings them up, and she's like, okay, seven twenty-eight. I said, seven twenty. I made sure, by the way, that these were the right ones that said two for five bucks. I said, seven twenty-eight. And since I assume now, generally during transactions, that I'm going to get screwed, I was ready. I said, it said two for five bucks. Two for five. It said two for five uh, over in the thing. And she said, well, I'll look in the um, circular or whatever. So she pulls out the circular, which to anybody under 75 is the little newspaper with groceries in it. And she's looking through and she can't find them, can't find them, can't find them, can't find them. And right now I am transferring to, in my mind, I'm walking out of here mode. She can't find them. And she said, oh, well, then she gets Rita, the slowest walker in the history of the United States, to go check it out. And I'm just waiting. Now there's a line, of course, building behind me. I'm like, here, you know, this is too perfect. Too perfect. So so uh, a, about a half century passes, and Rita comes back and said, yeah, they're two for five dollars. And so um, the woman took off the extra money, and I got my two things for five dollars. So I just wanted to. Mark, then, and I was very nice about the whole thing. I don't think anybody wants a problem with this. They're so, like, life is just so humorless. Like, nobody, nobody's trying to screw each other. Except for the person who's putting the damn, hey, if you're stocking the groceries, the produce, which used to be an art form, by the way, at uh, the place that rhymes with Hawes, get on the stick, my friend. Be better. Unless it's a plot. Could be a plot. Businesses sometimes, you know. They screw you, right? I mean, isn't the special at a restaurant oftentimes something they need to get rid of? I do that with my kids all the time. Like, if something's, um, if something's like gonna is past the sell by date, whatever. I mean, I don't do it with my kids. I have a friend who does that with his kids, which I condemn. I'd be like, oh man, this is borderline, but fry these babies up. It's not gonna be unhealthy for them, and yeah, your kids are kind of like trash disposals. For the crappy stuff, if you can, if you have, if you can doctor the crappy stuff up enough and sell it, you know, if we have like a little bit of um, like grenadine left. That's an easy sell because that's a syrupy thing. Oh, the loser pasta, like the ones that are all different colors. That's that's a great one for kids because you just tell them that it's special because it's. You gotta sell it though. You gotta sell it. So um, <laughs> the. The chaos is still happening in Seattle, and I got a kick of a kick out of this um, encounter that I saw online with this woman. They've been doing this now for a hundred days or whatever. So they're all the protesters, the Antifa people are all they're all well trained at what they do. They antagonize the cops and huck stuff at the cops and and, and call the cops bad names, antagonize the cops, block the roads, uh, gather places where they're not supposed to be, and um, and you know, feeding on the cops and they try to entice the cops into beating on them. And then the cops sometimes eventually do Seattle. I think they've had about enough. So the, so the police are now like saying, okay, we've got to establish this as a city. Once again, uh, Seattle enjoyed, if, if you're my age, Seattle enjoyed a really robust nineties. And now my God, now it's, it's where, um, you know, clop was or, or schmlop, whatever that thing was where they all lived a few, a bit ago. So here's a young lady who's taking us through. She's a member of the press 
in quotes, I think, which is when an Antifa person puts masking tape on their helmet and writes press with it. And she takes us through the cops who blast country music. She smells a rat, and she's right. Uh, it's about to go down. They are lurking. They are, you guys. They were lurking to the point where I didn't even know they were back here until I came around the corner. I'm like, oh, shit, you guys saw me. I literally shot. Is this coming from Spog? So is this coming from Spog? That's um, Seattle Police Operational Guild or something. That's just the cops, I think, that go and beat up protesters. This is coming from Spog. Yeah. Yeah. Playing that country shit. I can't believe they're bumping country from Spog, you guys. College. C-O-L-L-E-G-E. She goes to college where she's going to get a degree. She'll spend tens of thousands or somebody will spend tens of thousands of dollars or maybe even a couple of hundred thousand dollars for that degree and think she's a smart person because of it. She's then going to want that college loan to be forgiven by President Biden, Vice President Harris, and they might do it. They're bumping country. Here they come. 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 Here they go. Here they go. They're already arresting us. They're already arresting people. Back up. Back up. I need to see. Well, they're always so surprised that they're getting arrested. But we were just throwing bricks at your head. We were just lighting stuff on fire. Oh, my God, they're arresting us. But we're really good people. You guys saw they came out attacking. They came out attacking. They're spray painting us. Temper spray. Temper spray. Yeah, spray painting is what you do. Pepper spray is what they do. Spray painting us. She just said, oh, bleep, we got her. One of their thugs um, just, like, punched or hit a female cop, and she went flying to the ground. I gotta get my mask on. I gotta get my tear gas on. There you go. Congratulations. Seattle is open for business, and you can enjoy some of that if you go down there. If you want to stay, if you're on, on the East Coast, it's like the... Um, George Norrie, um, what was before George Norrie, who was it, uh, Coast to Coast with Art Bell. That's right. The East Coast line, you can call, use our, our, our Rochester number on the West Coast. You can use the Seattle number. The cops walking off. You saw Mayor Lovely Warren from Rochester said, uh, you know, last agenda item, all the police have left. And why not? I mean, the presidential ticket, the Democratic presidential ticket has hinted, Biden has, at a nibble around the edges of defunding the police. Um, now he says he does. Now he says he doesn't. In fact, it's not him who wants to defund police, but it's uh, somebody else. You watch the ads. I'm sure you've seen them, although uh, a lot of Pennsylvanians are seeing them because there's a lot of ads out there right now. Uh, they would say that you want to uh, defund the police, and uh, it seems to be uh, uh, trying to frighten some folks. Uh, can you can you set the record straight on that? I not only don't want to defund the police, I'm the one calling for $300 billion, million more for local police, for community policing. I also think we should add uh, social workers and psychologists, help police on 911 calls. The only person calling to defund the police is, is Donald Trump. Look at his budget. 
He calls for cutting police funding for local, state and local help by $400 million. Once again, he's pathological. <laughs> Worth a try. Worth a try. Why not? Reporters are also after Biden for his um, fracking ban, which was very much a thing a couple months ago. Now, never happened. It must be a Trump thing, too. Mr. Vice President, thanks so much for joining us. It's uh, Labor Day, so let's talk about jobs a little bit, specifically in Pennsylvania. Uh, fracking jobs, natural gas drilling is very important in this state. Uh, there are critics that suggest you're trying to have it both ways. That is, you want to tell the environmentalist wing of your party that want to ban fracking, but you're telling workers here in Pennsylvania nothing to fear. I never told the environmentalists that I'm going to ban fracking, period, number one. Number two, it's a flat lie about what President Trump is saying. I've said repeatedly on the record and during the campaign, what I did say was I would make sure that any new fracking taking place made sure the water supply and methane was not leaking. They're the two things. That's it. I will not ban fracking. All right, we'll check the tape on that. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those. Didn't hear too much about methane in that uh, answer. So that's where he was, but it was a debate. He's not having a good... This weekend actually had me a little bit worried. I haven't heard him today. But he had a couple of um, episodes over this weekend. He's And he has these more and more. Somebody put together a little montage. I, I'm not trying to beat on him, but I just like, I watched this thing today. And I'm like, hey, I don't know. I don't know. And the heavy breathing, the most recent one, is is tough to hear. One, one of the things that, um, uh, um, that I think is really important is that uh, we somehow – Put that back on. There's somehow that we're in a situation where, and uh, and in addition to that, uh, in addition to that, we have to uh, make sure that we uh, we are in a position that we are teleprompter. Well, let me let me go to the second thing. I've spoken enough of that. Well, I will make an educator, an education that, in fact, thank you all for taking your part, fulfilling a part, being part of. It honors your heroism now, not 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 yesterday. We needed yet yesterday. I unveiled a plan: social distancing and wearing masks, which I never do when I walk outside of this house. Uh, I never fail to do. Now, one day, <laughs> on day one, I'm going to send the legislature. Lonnie knows I believe this every fiber of my being. We're posed. I, what I propose is is it can be done. COVID has taken this year. Just since the outbreak, it's taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just, it's, when you think about it. Move it up here. This is a bad one. You know, there used to be a basic bargain in this country. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right now, I would concentrate on breathing, sir. Okay, I want you to meet my new favorite guy. This is a Rochester resident. The assistant principal of an upstate high school has uh, sparked an outrage on Facebook with live video in the protests. His name, his name is Stephen Lysenko, a ninth grade AP teacher at Spencer Port High School in suburban Rochester. And he is uh, out in the streets and he is um, a little salty at the uh, law enforcement. 
Um, <laughs> school officials in the suburban village addressed the uproar over the po- post in a message while stressing the scandal will be, quote, addressed as a confidential personnel matter. We apologize to our students and community that you had to hear this language. Well, let's hear the language, shall we? This is our new favorite teacher, uh, Lyshenko. Stephen Lysenko, the AP science teacher for the high school. At which point we met the Rochester Police Department, and guess what happened? Our peacekeepers ended up shooting pepper spray at us for singing and chanting and telling them what a shitty-ass job they were doing. They can f- right off, America! <laughs> the police! F- Rochester Police Department! Thank you. Thank you. Jesus, what an exciting teacher. Where was that when I was growing up? Absolutely. You got to take Mr. L's uh, AP uh, classes. Bleep the police. Bleep the police. Something should be said, by the way, for his uh, pleasant closing uh, salutation. At which point we met the Rochester Police Department. And guess what happened? Our peacekeepers ended up shooting pepper spray at us for singing and chanting and telling them what a shitty-ass job they were doing. They can f*** right off, America! the police! Rochester Police Department! Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, Mr. L, good news for you. They did bleep right off. Um, I do want to inform you that the entire Rochester Police Department command staff has announced their retirement. Um, That includes the police chief, uh, that includes Commander uh, Deputy Chief Morbido. I believe that um, also Chief uh, Deputy Chief Simmons, and there may be a number of others that um, will decide to leave as well and retire. That's right. Pretty much all of them. Sayonara. Can you imagine being in Rochester right now, being a business owner? What do you do? You've got nobody's got your back. You stay in in your store with a gun? Do you just leave it to the riders to take it over? Do you Great. And it's because, I mean, the cops are totally undermined, totally undermined. Biden was a big cop guy and those days are over now. To have to send uh, to send uh, Kamala Kamala Harris in to meet with Jacob Blake's family. Jacob Blake had just sexually assaulted a woman, horribly hurt her physically and humiliated her with his wretched sexual assault and he's horribly taunting things he said while doing it and he had been abusing her god knows what he was going to do to those kids this guy is not somebody to be celebrated but and the father is this anti-semite guy who's got posts from farrakhan all over the place he's got a big problem with the jews i mean this why are we making a hero out of this guy? But, you know, the reporters asked her, uh, how'd it go meeting with the fam? Senator, how was your meeting with the fam? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's really um, wonderful. I mean, they're an incredible family. Incredible. And, endured, and they just... The anti-Semitism and the rape, that's really... Do it with such dignity and grace. And, you know, they're carrying the weight of... A lot of voices on their shoulders. And what was the message that you shared? Thank you. Let's have a tour. Just to, to one to express concern for their, you know, well-being, and of course for their brother and their son's well-being, um, and to let them know that they have support. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Just so you know, cops, whose side they're on. We just want you to let you know that we support you. We support you. 
cop was another shot. Cop was shot and killed two two weeks ago. Did, did he get that visit? I don't think he got that visit. But we'll see. We'll see. And uh, what happens in November will shape up. Will shape exactly what uh, which way. It's Allergies oh, got you stuffy. Jesus. Allegra D's powerful Holy decongestant God. gives you relief. Find Allegra D behind the pharmacy counter. Stop it! Don't do that again. Mm. This is an autoplay from uh, a hill a hill um, article. I'm trying to read you. Stop doing that. You know when it, when you op- you open an article on your computer and and then you scroll down and the little window little video window follows you down there and it's not going to let you do anything the fox news website does that it sucks stop doing that no autoplay ever an investigation is underway uh after authorities reported finding piles of unopened mail dumped in two glendale california locations this week there's a picture of it too it's just huge huge uh piles of mail glendale police sergeant christian hauptman said the united states postal service personnel requested assistance with possible stolen mail or whatever was dumped in an alleyway on thursday morning the LA Times reported. Hours later, a second call came in from a business owner who had witnessed a similar incident in a parking lot nearby. A local CW affiliate uh, obtained footage from outside a spa that shows a budget rental truck backing into a gate. A man then pulls bags of mail and parcels from within the vehicle and chucks them to the ground. The Postal Service has declined to comment on the incident and whether they were related. I'm sure it's just those two times. Just those two times. They absolutely wouldn't do this with mail-in voting. That's going to go smoothly. There won't be any rioting in the streets and the destruction of the world. So, you know, we talked to Jacqueline Cashman yesterday, suburban mom, and she mentioned that she mentioned that um, that um, that she was going to vote for Trump. She didn't vote for him before. She considered him embarrassing jackwad, but she said he did a fine job. And where's she wouldn't couldn't vote for Hyden Biden is what she said. So um, there's another young lady, uh, young lady. She's my age, actually, um, uh, but a suburban mom. I also talked to today, and I said I texted her and I said, "Who's going to win?" She's a big liberal, but I think voted for Trump or was was maybe supported Ted Cruz last time around because of the terrorist attacks in um, in California, um, and. She. It was purely about. It was purely about um, protecting her family. With the San Bernardino attack, she said, "Screw this." It's purely about protecting your family. So she figured the the Republicans were the law and order people. So she went turned Republican. So I said, I just texted her today, and said, "Who's going to win president?" She said, "I can't even." And I said, "Really?" And she said, "The senator. She works for somebody who just lost to a to." And I, I can't tell you who, who it is because it will give away who she is. You won't know her, but she I don't want to get in trouble. She said, I want a break from government. Um, and I said, I said um, that, um, that, I, that I talked to another suburban housewife and that she's voting for Trump this time. And this person said, I'm hiding under a rock. If Trump is reelected, people will burn this country to the ground. And isn't that interesting? And you hear people say that. And there are some Democrats who are insinuating that, that, hey, you know, this place is going to burn unless you get Biden there. And she might be right. She might be right. But my feeling was that, you know, that, yeah, maybe that's true. But if Biden is elected, the burners may be running the White House. And um, I don't want that. And I also don't like this implicit threat that the only way we're going to shut up and stop 
you know, burning. And uh, the only way us uh, AP teachers in Rochester are going to stop saying bleep the police is if Biden gets elected. No, screw you. I don't like that deal. It doesn't work like that. It's extortion. Um, <laughs> what a time. What a time. Sarah Sanders was on The View today talking about this stuff. You can you know already how this goes. <laughs> Sarah Sanders um, sit, talking about all the riots in the streets and yada, yada, yada. And one of the View cast members, I don't know who it is, Cassidy Fairbanks or something, I don't know, said – Says, hey, San- say, Sanders, this is this is your guy. This is Trump doing all this stuff. This is not Joe Biden's America. This is Trump's America. This is happening under your president's watch. In and Democrat-run cities, every place so- that you see these major incidents and these riots, it's in Democrat-led cities. And it's not like they just became Democrat-led cities. They've been Democrat-run for decades. The worst places we have these problems are where Democrats have been allowed to lead. We're finally starting to clean this mess up, starting to make things <laughs> oh, wow. better. This is a president who has empowered the African-American community. He's done more than his oh, predecessors. Oh we have the lowest. <laughs> unemployment okay. for black Americans, historic funding for HBCUs, opportunities criminal justice Stop saying that. Sarah, please stop saying these words. These words hurt. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Somebody had said that yesterday as well. Somebody said that uh, some guy, some idiot, a big uh, muckety-muck from a, a, a big college, shockingly, had said uh, said to me that to, to Trump is the most divisive president we've had and most divisive political leader since George Wallace. And I thought, and on race, he said, on race. And I said, on race, that you know, I don't see George Wallace signing the First Step Act to release young and uh, middle-aged black men from jail. And I don't see uh, George Wallace, you know, celebrating the positive um, employment numbers of the black community at every turn and um, and pardoning people with a with aplomb. Trump loves doing it. He has been a very pro-black president. The, this narrative has all been constructed and is made of just total BS. It's easy to believe. It's intellectually lazy to just believe that he's a racist monster. There's a lot that you can say, criticize the guy about, but it, being a monster of any kind is not his thing. He builds hotels and golf courses, first and foremost. Those were his passions before he got into this business. You know, you want to say that he's just in this for his ego? Sure. And that that's part of the that's part of you know the pathway to the presidency for most people in modern America is it's all about ego but he loves business and he loves building businesses i don't you don't you, i don't need you to vote for trump and if i knew who biden was i'd be giving him a, more of a look if i knew um who uh if i knew who harris was i give the ticket more of a look but i don't i, I she's just in like we talked about yesterday she's just somebody on in in her in the midst of an ascension and he's missing stuff. His, his mind is not, his mind's failing him a little bit and uh, not a little bit. He's just, I don't know who he is anymore. There's not much to him at this point. Hopefully it'll get better. Hopefully these times will get better. Who knows? But this idea that we're going to be worried about, we're going to have an election as usual. And no matter what happens, my, my belief is that this energy on the left, this hysteria is going nowhere, even if Biden Biden wins. I don't think that they suddenly recede, you know, back into the depths. And I don't think that happens. I think that first of all, there are too many activist activist forces. 
that have seen great gains. And uh, remember, if you had said six months ago, defund the police, you would be laughed out of polite company. Now there's entire towns of polite company who will um, who will absolutely you know flog you publicly for saying anything positive about the police at all. You can get fired. We've had people lose their livelihoods for condemning rioting. This is an odd world. This is going to uh, come to a culmination at some point, but you cannot give into it. Can't give into it. And if this if this this incarnation of getting giving into it now is voting. And appeasing the left in the progressives of Biden and Harris, no. Give them no quarter. Never, never, never bend to the mob. Never. They are never satiated. They only want more. Thanks for listening, by the way. Thanks for everything. I really appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow. Say la vie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.